none of the boys in the band want a valentine from a barlow girl because frankly we're not entirely sure what that is this week on my taste in music is terrible we rank the entire super chick discography Welcome back to My Taste in Music is Terrible. Um, I'm... Thank you. Um, I'm Tanner, joined as always by our other hosts, TK and Jono, um, as well as not one, not two, not four, not four, <laughs> but three guests, um, Kennedy, Jonathan, and Josh. So yes, there are now two Tanners and two Jonathans on this episode. Um, and you get to rank them. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves really quickly? Just a short little tidbit about yourself. We'll go Kennedy, Jonathan, Josh. Um, my name is Kennedy, and I make coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm married to Kennedy, and uh, I have started listening to Super Chick since one day ago, so my main contribution to this podcast will be being other Jonathan. He might be the most objective listener. Yeah, <laughs> probably probably. He's, he's the most important person in this room. Because <laughs> the goal of this is to do this objectively. <clears throat> so he's probably going to be our best... He'll be the non-biased opinion. Are you wanting us to say when we started listening to Super Chick? That'll, I think that'll we'll get there. After. I oh, think okay. Josh, get there. Josh cool. should introduce himself yes. first. Well, yes. My name's Josh, and I'm in Pangborn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> What's that? They suck. That man sucks. Especially the lead singer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, every single person named Tanner in that band is an idiot. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I also made a guest appearance on the last episode where they finished <laughs> ranking Reliant K. True. Yeah. So. Yep. So you That's guys true. get to hear his voice in person? No, not really. Not yeah. in person. Mo- no, more in person the than the last time. Maybe it'll be less annoying this way. Yeah. It was so annoying the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let, let's start with when we first were exposed to um, Super Chick. So let's go... Maybe start with Josh and then go, go around. Is that clockwise? That yeah, it is clockwise. clockwise. So uh, probably my first exposure to Super Chick was what I mentioned last week with Sky Angel TV Network watching all of the music videos and things like that. And because those music videos, one of the most popular music videos at the time was Everybody Wants Valentine from Barlow Girl. But that's... <laughs> That, so I vividly remember that one. I also vividly remember how absolutely bored of life Trisha looks in that video. I don't know if you've watched that video. <laughs> yeah. No. But she yeah. looks, for one, their makeup is very 90s and 
horrible. Mm. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah, she just looks bored, very bored, and uh, they all look very bored, except the guys in the band. But well, yeah, they want Valentine's. Yeah, they want. <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal. But I just remember going, man. If I, because I'm like a nine year old kid, I'm like, if I was recording a music video, I would be excited. But yeah, so that was my first. I but I I have seen them live oh. at Creation Fest. Wow, were they good? I don't remember. Okay, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Jono, original Jonathan. Um, original Jono. I'm sorry. Going by Jono today. Do we decide which one is older? No, I think he's, he's older. older. So. Okay. He is the original. So he is the literal he is. original. Yeah. He still gets yeah. Jono. I do. Yeah. Yes. Which is just, which is fine. Um, <laughs> Made my piece of this. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's just fine. Um, my... First exposure to Super Chick was actually the exact same as my first exposure to Reliant K. Um, wow Hits 2006 CD2. <laughs> um, they had their song Pure on that record, or that oh, compilation man. rather, um, from the album Beauty from Pain. And I don't remember if I liked it or disliked it, but it was there. Um, so. I didn't really listen to them very much after that. I think a couple other Wow Hits CDs had a couple other songs from them, like Stand in the Rain, maybe. I'm sure that one was. I think that was on the next one, perhaps, or maybe two years prior, or after. Um, but that's really been my only um, time listening to them, besides the last weekend. Uh, <clears throat> so this is Other Jonathan. Uh, my experience, as previously noted, was yesterday. Uh, however, there were a couple moments yesterday when I texted Kennedy and I was like, Oh, that's who sings Stand in the Rain. I know that one. So I have heard a couple songs if they were on the radio, driving around with my mom. Uh, but other than that, I have almost no knowledge of who Super Chick is. Um, <clears throat> my first exposure to Super Chick, much like Jonathan was my first exposure to Reliant K. Much like Josh, the music video for Pressing On was like right next to the music video for Barlow Girls. Mm -hmm. And um, like my sister and I would watch that DVD like every night before bed. And we would laugh every time because um, there's like this scene where they're like singing and they're like looking, uh, they're like standing by a mirror and then girls will come into the bathroom and look in the mirror and, like, the guitar player is, like, creeping and, like, looking in the mirror, too, in the background. And it's, like, one of, it's so funny. Um, yeah, and just, like, uh, I always thought it was, like, I didn't notice that they looked bored. But I always just thought it was, like, a really fun music video. Um, but then after I saw the music video for Press Nom, like, that just overshadowed it so much. So I just was, like, I kind of forgot about it. And then rewatched it this week and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not rewatch it this week. I was like, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first, I, I don't think I can like pin down my exact first exposure to Super Chick. The but moment you knew 
Super chick? Right. The, um, the moment you came to saving knowledge at Super Chick. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a little extreme, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was, like, Caleb or something. <laughs> but um, I, I have a lot of memories of driving around Wenatchee, Washington in a white Chrysler Town & Country minivan with my mom and my <laughs> sisters listening to Super Chick because uh, my sisters were really into them, so... Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it was sometime around when their second album came out, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. This is Kennedy. Um, my... <laughs> you have to say that every time you talk. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of Kennedy. Kennedy speaking. <laughs> every time it comes back to you. <laughs> you can tell because it's the now. only female <laughs> Um, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, and I was so emo. I don't remember my first exact moment listening to Super Chick, but I was very obsessed. And, um, yeah, I listened to them all the time. I told my mom that I was going to record this podcast with you guys, and my mom started singing Super <laughs> <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> That's so, awesome. <laughs> so I embarrassed a, a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, your mom sounds cool. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> Let's have her on the pod. She's cool. We all got, my mom, went, my mom's a cosmetologist, and she bought us blue hair dye, so me and my sister could have the blue streak in the front. Oh my gosh. Like the lead singer. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was a, it was a really big deal So this, us. like, this fandom goes, like, deep. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Hair deep. <clears throat> hair deep. Hair deep. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have blue hair. Uh. Wow, okay, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> Prepare to be offended by the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Listening, listening to it now, I'm like, oh my god. I really, I really did that. <laughs> it explains uh, my personality today, I think. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. The ranking of the four main Super Chick albums. I think we'll just keep with the same the flow. same cadence, the same flow. Cool. Um, starting at number four, so like one at a time. So you give your number four, then Jono, then Jonathan, and so on. Well, my uh, fourth favorite of the four, or the bottom <laughs> uh, favorite. I don't know if favorite. Glass half full. <laughs> Maybe favorite's not a good word. Uh, karaoke Superstars. Their first album. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wrote a lot of notes here. I listened to this and I, was, I, just, we, I, mean, I had just finished listening to, because I didn't get to be part of the ranking, my own fault, of Reliant K. Uh, but I, I just finished listening to all of them like maybe two days before. And then I listened to this, and I really hadn't had much of cleansing of the audio palette in between, <laughs> which I remedied that after this album. Every, between every album, I listened to something good, like, way better. <laughs> so, that, so that I could be more objective about the process. This podcast um, is called Our Taste of Music is Terrible. So, <laughs> so um, I think... Some things of note, uh, One Girl Revolution 
the bass solo in the middle of that, I actually really liked. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Really good. I would say that I was upset later on when they remixed One Girl Revolution that they changed that bass solo. I think it's the best part of that song and a highlight of the album. Um, the last song before they did the remixes at the end, it would be track 11, Let It Be. I think that showcases Trisha's vocals the best mm-hmm. out of the whole the whole album. I think that showcased her vocals <clears throat> the best. And I think that if she should have recorded any kind of music, that that style should have been what she stuck with. <clears throat> if you only listen to this album. Now, when we get to the other albums, I, I, I would probably change that. But if you only listen to this album and you go, yeah, she shouldn't have done any rest of that. Just sing that song and you're good. <laughs> Uh, Barlow Girls, nostalgia for me, it gets stuck in your head, it's catchy, um, but I would say that uh, if any girl reminded me of my mom, I would run away. <laughs> That's like a red flag for me. <laughs> uh, most of the other songs I think are forgettable, but that's, that's uh, one thing that I noticed. Also... Uh, I looked into the production of these songs. I, I, one thing I noticed, so they stuck with the same record label on uh, album one, two, and four. Uh, <laughs> album three, they were with Columbia Records, um, but In Pop was the record label for the other three. Uh, with that being said, they old, the first producer that they worked with um, for... This album was Bill Deaton, and he has a very incredible lineup of uh, artists that he's worked with from, and this is going back, but Sammy Patty and Natalie Grant. Whoa. Rebecca St. James, he worked with her pretty much exclusively all of her albums, but Bob Carlyle, Phil Kagey, Steve Green, Michael W. Smith, Hmm. Audio Adrenaline, um, Keith Urban, uh, Twyla Paris, uh... Silvertones, uh, <coughs> and then there was a couple other ones that I uh, thought was in Paul Overstreet. He, he's worked with oh, CC Wines, a lot of really interesting people, um, which I thought was interesting because in comparison to the rest of the albums, this is the worst production. <laughs> yeah. 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 So and I, I, wow. I'll get into it later with my other only albums, why I think maybe that is, but I uh, thought it was interesting that this particular album he, the producer, has the best star-studded lineup, and it, the production for this album was not very good. But that's my, that was my number four. Wow. You did way more research into anything than I did, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling scared. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a lot more of just like a, you know, off-the-cuff, like, what this are is my feelings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's normally how I am, but TK's in the house. Oh, fudge. Is this recording? Hello? (laughs) Yeah, you Hello? Okay, good. It's It's pooping. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In the green, you know. It's like... Off on the side. The computer screen went to sleep and we freaked out. Jono, your turn. Um, We'll edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, we won't. (laughs) No one's getting paid to do. Um, I like your number four choice because that's my number four choice. It's karaoke superstars. Also, your 
comment about her vocals mm-hmm. on what track eleven, let right? Yeah. yeah, let it be. I agree. I think really this is going to become a theme. Mm-hmm. I think for me talking about perhaps and maybe I can just say it all now. She delivers her vocals in such a bored monotone way. Yeah, like the entire discography, and mm-hmm. it's. I mean. You see flashes of her talent, and honestly, I think they're all decently talented, but that's kind of a bummer, and it definitely shows up on this album. Um, there aren't many memorable songs, except for maybe One Go Revolution or Barlow Girls, um, but uh, one, of, one of my favorite lyrics, and we'll talk about lyrics throughout this, at least for me, because honestly, I don't really pay attention to lyrics that much, but these were just really that in, in my <laughs> okay. yeah I so I, I I am I always pay attention to lyrics and that was probably part of why I chose this one as the worst, but it also makes sense because they're all young. As it get the lyrics do get better. They as do you go get better. On the discography because they're growing a little up. bit. A little bit. I say marginally get better. <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's a pretty whole, much just as bad. I, I think there's a whole. <laughs> yes. Their instrumentation though is great. I really like the guitar work in a lot of the songs, and I think whoever arranged that really knew what they were doing and was super talented. But one of my favorite lyrics is from the song Super Trooper. It says, If you were a country, you'd be Switzerland. You never take a stand. Your policy is never to offend. There must be a better way to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, later in that song, it says, True friends stab you in the face. (laughs) True! True! There's a really good song in a, in, a, in a new. It's uh, who sings it. There's a. It's but it. Choose friends, stab you in the front. That's how. Oh, they, that's Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, that's so. I distinctly remember I was driving, in like downtown, listening to that song, and that lyric came along, and I was like. This just got so intense. Like true friends to step back like ten seconds to to figure out they actually said that. I did the same thing. Also, I don't want to get too graphic, but like stabbing someone in the face—that's like it's difficult. Yeah, bro, I just love you. (laughs) Look, man, I just—you've ever tried it? (laughs) I just really want to stab you in the face right now. It's all bone structure up there. Yeah. There's also a reference to a G.I. Joe later in that track, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So if you want to laugh, listen to that one. Um, and as a whole, for this album, I think there's just too much pandering to the audience that they thought they needed to have instead of just writing original lyrics. So mm-hmm. that's my take. That's why Karaoke Superstars is number four. So keeping with the theme, uh, my number four as well, Karaoke I Superstars. I would be surprised if it's not everybody's number four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm excited now. Uh, this is the one that is not on Spotify, so TJ had to send me a YouTube link to it, and this was the one that, as I was listening through the YouTube uh, playlist, I was like, man, how many more are there? <laughs> the other ones were, were slightly entertaining, but this one... They all just kind of sound the same, except for I forget which song. It's true, it's true. I did the same thing. <laughs> I forget which one it was, but there was like, you guys may know more better than me, but there was one that was like a very like slow, soft song. Let it be. Uh-huh. 
And then the next song, it just like is like, just drops right into like a headbanger. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa, you you gave me no transition time, and maybe that's on purpose, but I didn't like it. Uh, hmm. Also, Barlow Girls is that a diss track? I'm not sure. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> boys think they're the bomb because they remind them of their mom. That can't be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? So I was just as that came on, I was like. Are they making fun of the Barlow girls? I don't know what to make of this. So maybe you guys can enlighten me. I don't know. Yeah, well, you looked I, that up apparently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what is this Barlow is probably Girl? the time to tell everyone the definition of Barlow Girl. No one else here knows, and I was I didn't know what it was, so I looked it up. There is Barlow Girls is a band, right? It yeah. is. I did know it that. Is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But apparently, I I thought it was like their last name. It's not. It's not their last name. Nobody a, a band. No, a Barlow girl, I suppose, is somebody who doesn't. Like in high school or like middle school, growing up, doesn't really pay attention to boys. Kind of works on herself and like just doesn't follow the crowd in that way. Oh. So it's kind of hmm. kind of like that. that yeah, I wondered. I wondered if it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like they created that. You think Superchick created that? No, no. no. Barlow I feel like Barlow girl. girl like coined well, that. I mean, well, what, so what I was wondering is, Urban it, was it a stab? Was it a, <laughs> <laughs> was it a stab at Barlow Girls the band? That was well, made friends with Barlow Girls the band because they were contemporaries or yeah. not. Right. I actually have the exact same note about right. that song. It's like this sounds like an insult. Yeah. To Barlow Girls. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, I think, it I think it's definitely well, who, who, aimed who towards the band. Because the first line is, we met these sisters, Barlow's their last name, which I'm assuming has to refer to the band. Oh, yeah. I think their last name oh, is Barlow. Totally. And I, it is? I think so. Oh, really? I'm going to look oh. it up. Because they're all, I know so the band is like three it. sisters. Yeah, yeah. it's Alyssa, it Lauren, and Rebecca Barlow. Uh, yeah. Are they like older than Super Chick? They I think started so. in 2000. Is that they look like people's right. And Super okay. Chick started in what, 2002? Two, yeah. yeah okay. right. So it was, so I was wrong about some of that. I guess okay. the dictionary can't be trusted. I I do know that psychologically, when you're like a toddler or an infant as a oh yes. little boy, like you you love your mom. Yes. Like big time. Mm -hmm. uh, and we pick partners based off of our parents. I mean, good or bad. Usually, it if it's very healthy, we hope that maybe you choose a partner who has the good traits of your mother. And sometimes Not you don't realize it until years later, and then you get freaked out. Yeah, and it's freaky. It's pretty yeah. weird. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's just naive. The Barlow girls, the Barlow sisters, their first album wasn't until '04, but they were active in the music industry because they 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 were part of youth CDs at this church, Willow Creek Community Church. Oh. oh yeah. And uh, his daughters were part of the backup band in that. So they were touring and stuff with the church, and that was where the uh, they ended up going to the Gospel Music Association's uh, Music in the Rockies contest, and they got really far in that. Um, but their group's name became famous when the super chick... Included right. a song called "Title," titled "Barlow Girls" as a tribute to the actual Barlow sisters and their stand for purity, and effectively introduced the sisters in the music world. Interesting. So wow. Barlow Girl, the band, can tri attribute their. Dang. 
popularity so it, of the right. So it can't be a diss. No, yeah, no. no, it's a tribute to them. I just think... But, you know, like in 2002, it was a really nice compliment. I guess. <laughs> to be... But it's it? like your mom? I guess. It, well, okay. In know. like 2002 church nice youth group culture. Yeah. Yeah. What a roller coaster. Yeah. I have so many thoughts. I'll get to so that. So the next... So your ranking of the Barlow Girl albums. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's our next podcast. No. My favorite Hawk Nelson album is... Nice. Um, my least favorite Super Chick album is Rock What You Got. Oh! Yeah. Because... So I'm glad that we changed it up a little bit. <clears throat> yes. It, it feels... So the same reason why I hate the Black Keys... Why I hate them, like oh. hate the Black Keys. I didn't notice about them. Is I know they're not. It's not emotional music. It's not. There's no like. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Am I interrupting you? Yeah. <laughs> He's a teacher. He's a teacher. Eyes up here. There's no like emotion to it. It's just very like I'm cool. Like and I think like it's kind of like a concept album based on s- not like self empowerment, but like you know like rocking what you got. And that just doesn't connect with me as a as a person because I'm kind of like I'm dumb and like I know it. And <laughs> so like as like an emo kid, like it just it doesn't like it doesn't land with me. But then also. It makes me think of, like, the soundtrack. So if you're, like, in a Disney Channel original movie about, like, a girl that joins a boys' soccer team and, like, all the boys are, like, really mean to her, but then she, like, proves that she has chops, but then they face off against, like, their rival school. And then, like, all of those boys are, like, you can't play soccer. Like, you're a girl. And then, like, all of her, like, boy homies, like, back her up. And then yeah. they, like, they freaking, like, win. And, like, Hillary Duff loses her mind that, like, when she wins that last goal. Wait, are you describing <laughs> That's actual movie? Right. No! Oh. <laughs> it's like a combo of a few movies, it seems uh, okay, like. Okay. I'm recognizing parts. Is this right. like a recurring dream? <laughs> 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 this is my recurring Did nightmare. you get beat up by the girls? <laughs> every, every year they would throw me in the frozen lake. <laughs> um, no, but it, it just, it feels like a soundtrack to that. And I just, like, I... I like don't connect with it and I, I freaking when I was learning to drive as you know like whatever like a sophomore in high school I one of the first times I did a solo drive was to go buy that album at Target and I like put it it's like summertime I put it in I'm like stoked because like I I like Super Chick okay <laughs> and I was so stoked to listen to it and then I like first song was kind of lame and I was like Oh, and then the second time was song was like lame, and then the third one was like lame, and then I was just like, "This sucks." <laughs> and yeah, I like drove home, and was devastated. <laughs> I've never been the same. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm really, I'm really proud of you for sharing. 
Thanks. for getting having gotten through that yeah. hard time in your life. Um, <clears throat> my number four. Thanks. <laughs> uh, my number four. I means a lot that you oh my <laughs> I'm done. Where did my notes go? Oh, um, I thought I was gonna be the one to break the cycle. But TK got there first, so ah! my number four Super Chick album is also Rock What You Got. Uh, it's not emo enough. It is correct. It is not emo enough. It's actually just like I I love your description of like the Disney Channel movie that it's the soundtrack to. Um, I think it's fitting, but I also think that it's just really bland and like it doesn't like I was listening to that album and. What are you guys laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan and I are having a conversation. Tanner said break the cycle, and I re- immediately thought of break the cycle. Oh. And then it goes in the breakdown. Oh, yeah. What are you, who what is that? that? August for Shred. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right like continue. August for Shred. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think the album's really bland. Um, and, like, I listened to it. And I like almost couldn't even tell when it was changing songs because <laughs> it all just kind of sounds the same. Um, I will say in the album or in the song "Alive," I was a little bit surprised they reference um, a a novel by Philip K. Dick called "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep," oh. which is the book that Blade Runner is based on. Hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I had no idea." What? So I was Whoa. surprised about that. What? So wait, are they but, even Christian? <laughs> Cancel Super Chick! <laughs> so let's burn their CDs and not back them. This, this right here is coming from the guy who said he didn't do a lot of research on this. I didn't! I just knew that! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I like Blade Runner, and also I had, a, okay, I had a really cool sophomore English teacher in high school, and we read Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, and then we watched Blade Runner. Huh. Wow. Um, do Androids Dream? Who's to say? Did this remind you of, um, like, almost a worse version of Dance or Die? Yeah. Okay, so that struck me too, and I realized that Dance or Die came out in 2008 in August, and this came out in 2008 in June. So they beat Family Force 5 to the punch. But but it's but like worse. worse. <laughs> Dance or Die is way better. It's way better. Yeah. But they're, it's almost kind of like the same aesthetic, the same, like, the same vibe, but like mm-hmm. that's very even true. even the album art. It's like this feels Family Force Five, hmm. like the golden like boombox and yeah. Hmm. I, I will make say, that connection. as as someone who uh, is not familiar nor has any sentimental value toward either of the album, I didn't buy it and drive home sad about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> like scrolling through the track list, I'm like, I don't remember any of these from yesterday. They all kind of sound the same. So, Rock What You Got, I remember that one. And, and the Guitar Hero one. That Which, one stood out. Okay, I, I also did want to mention that, because Jonathan mentioned that like a lot of their instrumentation is actually really good, which mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with. A lot mm-hmm. of their songs, like the guitar work and the bass is all really good. Yep. Except for on the song called Guitar Hero. <laughs> where he's like supposed to be like shredding these epic solos. I'm like, this just sounds random and like not good. <laughs> like there were some parts of that that were very iffy. 
Yeah, it was not good. I was like listening to it. And I was like, do I have to finish this for well, this podcast? Well, because when you look at a hero's journey, because I'm committed. Do you but think? Do you think that he listens to that album and goes, oh, he's has to. He has I'm to. sure he does. He's improved. Especially, now. especially now. Maybe not in 2008. Who does he play for now? <clears throat> Or does he? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, he... I, I looked it up. He played or plays for Peter Furler, who was oh. the um, lead singer of the Newsboys. Yeah. And he also played for Audio Adrenaline for a couple years. Oh, oh audio, cool. Okay. So, speaking of audio, <clears throat> this is totally random, but <clears throat> I remember talking to Tanner about this, like, maybe a year ago. I recently listened to all the old Audio A and all the old Newsboys, <laughs> and I remember at the time going, thinking, remembering that Audio A was, like, my favorite, but they didn't age well. They're very 90s if you listen to them now. It's just like, oh yeah. Ooh. But Newsboys, old Newsboys, especially like Step Up to the Microphone and Bloom, really good. Even the song Breakfast? Barlow <laughs> 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 Girls is like the super trick equivalent of Breakfast in Hell. It's like totally the same thing. So the first creation fest that I went to, every, every store within probably a hundred miles was sold out of Captain Crunch. <laughs> because everybody wanted to wave a Captain Crunch box up in the air when Newsboys sang that song live. It was a thing. I remember my mom, like, she was gone, like, most of the day on Friday because she was driving trying to find Captain Crunch what a somewhere. Good mom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I don't think she did it for somewhere. us. <laughs> 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 My parents would be like, we're not spending money on that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, it wasn't for us. It was definitely for her. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Um, one last note, I think, that I'll just say in general about about Super Chick that I think this, uh, this Rock What You Got album kind of encompasses is that I feel like Super Chick is kind of like if Barbie decided she was going to try to make a hardcore band, like this is mm. what would come out. Interesting. <laughs> And I'm not saying Super Chick's a hardcore band. Do you think that maybe, and this is total just projection, do you think that maybe they would have been a better band if their parents had let them listen to real hardcore music? <laughs> like Probably. Because yeah. I guarantee you, they were not allowed. Yeah, yeah that's probably true. <laughs> I'm, I'm so interested to see. Okay, yeah, alright. So, I don't have... A- as much to say as you guys. That's okay. But that I might will be say <laughs> that's probably better. <laughs> yeah. I will say my least favorite album was Karaoke Superstars. Mm-hmm. Be mostly because I don't think I have an emotional tie to it because I started listening to them after that album. Mm. And I was listening to it today to refresh some things and some of them I recognized and some of them I didn't. And there was just a lot of like it seemed, it was less, like, character building, like, a lot of Super Chick songs, like, going through puberty and going, like, I'm, like, in middle school and I'm emo listening to right. these girls and I'm, like, I don't have to be popular, me, <laughs> you know, I had a really tough middle school, I didn't have any friends, I begged my mom to homeschool me, and Super Chick got me through. But I would say that this album was more of, like, it seemed like they were dissing, like, people who cared about certain things mm. instead of, like, talking about how it was, like, cool to just be yourself. And so, like, as an adult listening to it, I was like, 
well, that's not fair. Maybe those, like, it's okay to care about how you look sometimes, you know, like, that's mm, okay. That's a really good point. But we shouldn't be putting down other women for caring about things that you think that don't matter for the rest of your life. You know, like, they're talking about, like, oh, like, we're in this, we're just on the earth and it's going to end and it, nothing matters type of thing, which is true, but I think it's okay to care about some things. And also, I just didn't enjoy listening to it. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> listening to all of them, I was like, wow, I really listened to all of that a lot. <laughs> Wouldn't listen to that now. <laughs> but I think right. the messages in karaoke superstars or like, like, I'm thinking about, like, oh, when I have daughters, like, they're totally going to listen to Super Chick. There's some good stuff in there. <laughs> but karaoke superstars, I'm like, I think I'll have to listen to them. <laughs> so those are, my, those are my main thoughts. I didn't have any thoughts on instrumentation or anything. I don't know a lot about instrumentation. No, that's great. So, yeah. or yeah. production or anything. So well, all of this is about how I feel. And that's why it's so, <laughs> that's why it's so valuable to have you here. Because yeah. if we were all saying the same thing, this would be yeah. a really boring podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think, like, the point of this is to, like, connect stories. And, because I think, like, the whole, like, youth group, like, mid-2000s, early-2000s, like, Christian, 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 family bookstore culture yep. right. is, mm-hmm. is such a prevalent thing that like so many of us remember and so to like kind of have this podcast like start off in that area is so cool mm-hmm. because it, it creates a lot of um, you know connection totally I was yeah yeah just re-listening to this I was like wow this is I can't believe my parents didn't let me listen to like actual hardcore bands <laughs> 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 Alright. My number three, or number three, is... Oh! Oh. What? Love tips. Oh! 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 oh. This love tips with what's Jonathan. What's your love tip? Oh, right. Love tips with <laughs> just, Jonathan. Just the tip. Just... just. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> now we have to change the rating of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get pregnant if that's the case. <laughs> Oh, that is not true. <laughs> that audience, is that, that is not true. This is a you terrible love tip. <laughs> Moving on, Josh. Go. Okay. Okay. No, I don't That wasn't my love tip at all. At least Tanner for hijacking me. Um. Oh, we're so sorry. Uh, notes for his I love do. Notes. I wanted to remember them because I didn't want to. <laughs> Last time I tried to speak from the heart, and there was like a 10 second pause. <laughs> just silence. This heart is, is not empty. from the heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, this, I, I wanted to think of love tips that kind of, I mean, were inspired by a super chick because a lot of these songs are sort of about singleness. Oh, so, great idea. Um, one of their albums is called The Last One Picked. It's their second one that they put out, and honestly, I think it pays to be the last one picked. For all those you who are out there who haven't been picked yet, it pays to be. Because, honestly, by the time you're last picked, you're probably ready to have kids. Um, There are plenty of people who are young who should be having kids. The kid pops out, and it's a little poop head. (laughs) And it just just stays there. What? (laughs) It just stays that way for the rest. I didn't want to swear. It just stays that way for the rest of its life. And 
So, so when you get picked last, that's true. Mm. I don't have kids. So, and I'm not, and I'm not married. So this is perfect. That's why you're the perfect. Dude, I'm learning so much. That's the point. Um, so you get picked last. You're older. You can go have kids. You have my blessing. So, I mean so much. The tip oh is to my. wait until you're yeah. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right. Okay. That's like the Barlow girl approach. Where's, where's my notebook? Exactly. <laughs> Be a Barlow girl. I guess. All right. My uh, number three album is Last One Picked. Mm. <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> now, this album, I think it's interesting. This is the first album produced by Max Su... I, I, his last name is spelled H-S-U. So, Su... Soup. Max Yeah, Soup Soup Soup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, this was very early in his career. Um, his pretty much only notable uh, production before this point is he has a lot of stuff that he was part of uh, engineers, he's engineered it or, or uh, mixed for it. But he uh, produced... And was the engineer, guitar, keyboards, turntables, and composer for the entire uh, soundtrack for Legally Blonde. Really? I know, it made me so... Kind of weird. <laughs> uh, but other than that, he really doesn't have anything of note. He mixed for karaoke superstars, because he's part of the record label, but he produced for Last One Picked um, as one of his first albums that he produced. That being said, I think it's much better production mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. like, much better production Way better. than Carrier Superstars. Um, <clears throat> like we've touched on before, the guitar and bass in this album are pretty good. I liked, I really liked the guitar on the track Real. Um, and, yeah, other than that, um, Songs for Trisha was my favorite song on this whole album. Which is funny because it wasn't by them. It was... I'm not even sure the story behind it, but it's some dudes singing the song. Is it the band members or... Does anybody know? I think the I bass know. player sang. I think so. Okay. Oh, wow. also, I think it's the, the band members. Okay. Sure. Well, I really liked it. I thought it was actually pretty decent. Is that because it's the shortest? No. <laughs> I, honestly, when it ended, I wanted it to go longer. Because it only is like That's a minute fair. long. But, um... Nana is decent, except that half of the lyrics are na 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 na. Easy. I don't like that. Um, Do you think that um, in My Chemical Romance's last album, they ripped off Super Chick with yes! that song Na Na Na? Yes! <laughs> Definitively, that is a fact. It's proven by us in this moment. My Chemical Romance, you're canceled. How, how dare you compare We're just canceling. In honor of TK's wow. Instagram, that's just really been Gerard Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have freaking commented that. I was working. <laughs> the guitar and rock stars, I thought was really good. Um, the lyric writing in the song Wonder, I think, is probably some of the best lyric writing in the album for sure and maybe in their discography um even though this isn't my favorite album i just i i like the lyric writing that song um but the one in lonely was a garbage song the lyric writing was atrocious it was uh it was that was horrible that was a horrible song um 
And I'm not sorry. <laughs> I should have never gotten that tattoo inspired by <laughs> I think that the play on words, the one in lonely, is cool. I guess. But the rest is, yeah, no. I can't do it. That's, that, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. Other than, I think that the reason that this album is better for me than Character Superstars is the production was much better. And there were, I think, the guitar got better than Karaoke Superstars. So, yeah. That's how I feel about that. Well, my third one is also the last one picked. Um, the album is the last one picked. <laughs> technically not. It's, it's technically not the last one picked, mm-hmm. but it's it is the album name, picked. which is my third one picked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so this album should not have kids. No. No, they should have kids. No, karaoke superstars. Because of karaoke superstars. Oh, should have kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to find out that it did. If if karaoke <laughs> superstars <laughs> is your favorite album, <laughs> please go have kids. You said please don't Please go have kids. Again, you have my blessing if you need it. Go have a freaking kid. Um, I agree with you though, um, about the guitars. They got better. I and again, I'm a fan of s- the guitars of Super Chick. Honestly, whoever wrote them, I think they knew what they were doing most of the time. Um, I like the intro on Wonder. I thought that was a cool intro. Um, the intro on the first song is great too. Um, this is like a breakdown two thirds of the way through the song, which is kind of neat and different. Um, just because it was different, I don't think it was a great breakdown necessarily. But it's just cool to have. Um, the song Real has some good riffs, although the, the main problem I have with this album, two things, the song Hero being one of them, the, the lyrics are kind of guilty in a way, it, at least it made me feel that way, just because the lyrics are kind of talking about, like, what if you had just, you know, have walked up to the person at school who was feeling bad or was having a bad day or was depressed or something, like, what if you had done that and saved them from killing themselves? Or everybody else. Or, yeah, or <laughs> everyone else, because they men- mentioned shooting yeah. in that song. <laughs> and that's just, like that. that's not the point, in my mind. I mean, you shouldn't just go up to people and say hi and be their friend because of you're afraid some- they're going to do something. Um, so I think I think they missed, missed the boat on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, also... This is kind of the start of Super Chick overdoing the whole story song kind of thing. Yes. Which they do a lot in the next album, Beauty From Pain. But this is kind of the start, and it's, it's too much, in my opinion. They, they do it too often. Uh, maybe once or twice an album is fine, but they, they do it quite a lot. Um, just the lyrics telling a story and trying to insert themselves and different characters in it so um yep that's that's what i thought better than karaoke superstars instrumentation wise lyrics were about the same for me um that's my third uh so my third is uh the tanners is fourth rock what you got um i think you know I, i made a comment earlier about kind of scrolling through the track list i'm like I don't remember any of them except the Guitar Hero one because it was, you know, it kind of stood out a little bit. 
Uh, and the rock what you got, because it was like middle-aged mom rock, is kind of what it seemed like. That's what my mom wow. said to me over the phone, if anyone was wondering. Uh, and that's what makes sense. And she is a middle-aged Whoa. woman. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a ton to add, except that it was, it was a very forgettable... Um, I was, you know, three albums deep at this point, and so that probably contributes. Did you listen to all these back-to-back? Oh, yeah. In, wow. Like, in one sitting? God bless well, you. Well, I mean, I was at work, so it was like I had, like, little breaks here and there, right. but pretty much. Oh, wow, man. I did wow. take, uh, I listened to uh, a playlist based on Mr. Brightside and just its radio, wherever that took me last night. So that was a nice little uh, right. respite. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, other than that, the last 48 hours has just been super chick. Um, so not the best 48 hours I've had. <laughs> <laughs> my Discover Weekly may <laughs> not be awesome this week. Yeah. So um, I do remember, uh, so I was at work and I was working on spreadsheets and a live prelude came on and I was just like, what what is happening right now? <laughs> and, so, uh, and then it transitioned into a live, uh, and that's really. I don't know any of these other middle songs, so they just kind of blended together. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say on it. Um, I just want to point out that that Jonathan just coined the genre um, middle aged mom rock. <laughs> So that's a thing now. Started here. Mm. Wouldn't that change though, depending on what era that middle aged mom grew up in? Doesn't every genre? It depends when you listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Do dads change their clothes? They don't change the style they wear, so probably not. No, Tanks is gonna be you forever. Okay. My th- third favorite it was the ancient art of karaoke. Um super so parks and rec reference. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> is that karate? Is that the joke? No, ca- no. when they go to like uh they need jam to vote the same as them on something. Oh. So they like do a sleepover at his, at his house mm-hmm. and then they like go and do karaoke. He says, it's, he calls it the, the ancient art of karaoke because uh. he's like really into Japanese culture. Okay. But he's like an idiot. So I don't So every time I would hear this title, I would think of jam saying that, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Um, so that was, that was my third favorite album. Um, so, quiz time. Which came first, Barlow Girls or Avril Lavigne's Complicated? Oh. Raise your hand for Avril Lavigne's Complicated. This is good radio right here. Oh, so there's three hands. <laughs> <laughs> th- that tree lighting is going to be dope. Okay, there's three hands. Raise your hand if you think uh, Bar- Barlow Girls came first. There's two hands. Barlow Girls came first. Yes. Okay, uh, actually just shout if you think Evanescence's song, The Wake Me Up One, or whatever that one's called. Bring Me to Life? Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Bring Me to Life. Okay, just give me me a holla if you think that song came first. Before Before Barlow Girl. Before Barlow Girl. That came after. 
it came after. Yeah. Really? I know. So, so Barlow Girls are the OG. So this is insane because the only female in the alternative scene, be like Christian secular, that was like kind of making waves was Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. And no doubt. Oh, wow. So, um... They were in the 90s? Uh, n- no, so, God. like, literally from 97, you know, like, Tragic Kingdom, like, when that came out, um, to Barlow Girls, there was, like, basically nobody that, like, young girls could look up to, like, in mm. the rock scene. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so they were... Because I feel like a lot of people have, like, compared them to Avril Lavigne, but they were before Avril Lavigne. Huh. Oh. Which is really crazy. So, <clears throat> um, basically, this album is like, so like, have you guys heard that song, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus? Mm-hmm. I'm just a teen. So, it's like that, and then there's another band called Pax 217. They're like, kind of like mm-hmm. reggae, but they have like a turntable. So, it's like Weedus, Pax 217, and then, because um, they have like bongo, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like this really weird mashup of like styles. But then it's kind of like if, uh, like, the bongo player and the turntable player and then, like, all the singers left and then the bass and the drummer and the guitar players were like, okay, like, secret meeting. <laughs> and they were like, you know, but we're going to be, like, basically a Blink-182 ripoff band. Because, oh. like, so many of their riffs are, like, it's like, that sounds like a Tom DeLonge riff. Because, huh. like, I, I think, I'm going to say something controversial, I think Tom DeLonge is my favorite guitar player ever. Um, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so many of the things that they do are like, it's like you guys were listening to Blink-182 as you wrote this album. Hmm. So I see that coming through, and I feel like there's just such a crowd of influences coming in that it like almost becomes like nonsense. Hmm. Um, so, and I, I think it's like, the thing about this album, like Karaoke Superstars, it's not a great album. Like nobody's like, the, the best Albums of 2002. <laughs> but, like, it's a lot of fun. Like, you can't deny that it's, like, a fun thing to kind of listen to. Like, even... Uh, I would deny it. Well... <laughs> like, they were having fun at CY. Oh, okay. Unless sure. you watch the music video <laughs> no. of Barlow Girls, and then you're like, they are not having... Who's forcing them to stand there? Tanner kind of had fun <laughs> but it, it's uh it's just like a really interesting diverse like cacophony of influences and sounds and <laughs> yeah it's a bizarre album that you listen to in 2021 and you're like what <laughs> but if you understand the context like okay weedus was getting big pax 217 and the christian scene was getting big there it's like in the middle of like the new metal rise and then they're, like, trying to appeal to young women. This is very interesting. Yeah. So, like, contextually it makes sense. Yeah. And to think of, like, okay, cool, the last time something like that was appealing to young girls was Gwen Stefani. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and her super chick in the alternative scene. It's basically Britney Spears, right? So, like, there's such an emphasis on, like, you know, we need to not be so obsessed with how we look, you know, like, just if you contextualize what was going on in, like, the music scene at that time. Well, and in 2002, like, just thinking about from the girls who would be listening to that at the Mm -hmm. time, like, fashion, like, was, like, 
you weighed nothing and you have no context because you're not on Instagram or TikTok, like, seeing right. girls who uh-huh. look like you. Like, yeah. you're seeing superstars wearing low-rise jeans mm-hmm. and crop tops who weigh less than you at 13 as adult right. women. And you're trying to model yourself after that to sort of have a band saying that someone that's cool to look up to say, it doesn't matter if you look like that. Right. That's a really big deal. Which I would argue, and again, I'm a male. So, I, like, obviously, like, I wasn't, like, you know, it's a very different That wasn't struggle. your beauty standard. <laughs> that, wasn't beauty, that wasn't my beauty standard. You had a different one. But I would argue that that was maybe the beginning of that. I, I, I'm going to be controversial and say that Super Chick helped kickstart that, like, that whole like don't believe everything in the media. I I would I like looking back at what what I I saw growing up and all that. I would agree mm-hmm. with with that. And, but and then again, this is kind of all like relative to that yeah. like two thousands youth group trash but, culture. Yeah, I would right, also right. say but, that regardless of all the mean things that I say about Super Chicks music, I do think that the message that they portray from beginning to end throughout all of their albums is really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And their their heart and their mission is right. on point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna get more fired up as I talk about that. Alright. <laughs> so, hell yeah. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a dad of a little girl. That's right. Let's go. Yeah. Hell two. yeah. Times two. We're fit Josh and I are fist pumping. Yeah. Because we're dads. Girl dads. Girl dads. <laughs> Girl dads. <laughs> Girl dads. You know Big I mean. responsibilities. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Um, all right. My number three, guys, I think I'm going to be the only one that has like a different list than everyone else. Um, four. It's okay to be different. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is last one picked. Um, it's actually a seven. <clears throat> I am a seven. He's a, I'm a four. Let's just talk. Let's just spend the rest of this episode talking All about. All right, it's an Reverse, reverse. Enneagram came up in the last podcast. So it's going to get up in this no way. Way. No. Why, why we like super <laughs> They just make me feel emo. seen and understood and different. The Venn is a super. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. My number three album is last one picked. Um, so I I just to give a little more context. I don't actually like any of their albums. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I know it's a shock. Get out! Um, so it's just kind of like you know sorting the worst. You know, for like who's the most worst. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Who's so, the most screwed? So, yeah, number three is the last one picked. I, a couple songs I wanted to, like, specifically call out are, which Josh called this one out, um, One and Lonely. Um, I think everything that Josh said about it was valid. I just want to add to that. Like, I distinctly remember listening to that song and just thinking, like, whoever is singing harmony on this song is doing a terrible job. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, oh yeah, I remember that one now. Uh-huh. So bad. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not good at singing harmony, but like, it, yeah, it, it's, yeah, really, really not good. Um, and then, Na Na, um, 
<laughs> Watch me whip. <laughs> Watch me not <nana>. not. <laughs> oh. There's a lyric in I don't remember if it's the pre-chorus or the chorus that says, "Assuming you're the enemy in the crosshairs of my verbal Uzi." <laughs> that's wow. So, like. I mean, if that's not great songwriting, then I don't know what is. It's like a so, hip-hop lyric. Um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I will say, this that album like does portray a lot of their like witty, kind of playful side, especially with like songs for Trisha. Um, and so that, that, I think those fun qualities of that album are kind of what redeem it for me. And again, like through and through for most of their albums, like the instrumentation is is solid so that's all I got I was having a hard time deciding for my number three between last one picked and rock what you got and I think I'm gonna go with rock what you got because looking at my notes I wrote down nothing for it and if I'm just (laughs) gonna continue on my trend of only going about how I feel about all these albums Mm -hmm. I would say I feel the less, the least about that one. Um, yeah, rock what you got. Similar to what Jonathan said, I remember my mom loving this album more than I did. Um, my mom is still mom obsessed whore. with Super Chick. No shade to mom. No shade to mom. But um, I think is she gonna listen to this. She might. Sorry, <laughs> Paulette. I think like I think between Jonathan and TK, it you guys summed it up pretty well of just like it's very generic. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun, it's catchy sometimes, you know. I remember how songs go, which tells you how catchy it is. And so, yeah, it just, it feels less emotional, even less funny, just Mm -hmm. kind of like, you do you, girl, which is like, if you've been listening to Super Chick before, you were already doing you, so. I've never been a girl. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I was driving it, I just was like, I don't identify I don't know about this. Well, and it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think also there's a good way to talk about, you know, be yourself, do your thing, and also be an emotionally considerate person, you know? And in, like, the other albums, it's, like, emotional enough to where it's, like, oh, consider the other person or like consider how everyone else feels or like be okay being the last one picked Mm -hmm. and then this one's like you're the best own it and I'm like oh (laughs) I don't feel I also don't feel like I'm the best Mm -hmm. so yes that's the one I emotionally connected with the least Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right we got another love tip (laughs) with Jonathan just the two (laughs) I want you to say that every time that's the the sting sorry man dude I didn't decide it at least he's talking this time during Lotus yeah put a note under your let's let Jonathan talk (laughs) eyes up here let's tell us alright 
So, again, in keeping with the super chick theme, um, this is a Christian tip for you. Rock what you got. Whether your butt is big or small, it doesn't matter. Someone will see you and be like, all right. someone will come up, we'll see that, and the next thing you know, kids. So. <laughs> that booty. Ooh, yeah, that booty. Mm-hmm. There you go. 